This is Friday, December 4th, and it's our morning prayer. I'm going to read from Leviticus, that Old Testament book, chapter 25, there, verse 35 to 38. If any of your fellow Israelites become poor and are unable to support themselves among you, help them as you would a foreigner and stranger so they can continue to live among you. Do not take interest or any profit from them, but fear your God so they may continue to live among you. You must not lend them money at interest or sell food at a profit. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan to be your God. In 2003, Judge Roy Moore was removed from office by the Alabama Supreme Court as a judge for refusing to remove a marble monument that he had installed in an Alabama judicial building. Now, of course, this event caused an immense outcry from all sides of the political spectrum, because the monument was a monument of the Ten Commandments. Now, we're not going to wade into that debate, but it's important to recognize that Judge Moore didn't put up the full Ten Commandments on display. He only put part of the law there. I think he missed the most important part. You see, the Law of Moses, as we call it today, didn't begin with the First Commandment. It has a prologue that serves as an explanation for everything else. The law actually begins with the words, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You see, everything in the law is actually built on a relationship. The law wasn't given as a means of salvation. It was given to the people that had already been saved by the Lord from their slavery. You see, the law was a gift of God for the ordering of a people and their society, the ones saved by him. It wasn't given to the whole world, although this law would be good for people to follow. It is immensely helpful in ordering lives in our world. But you see, it, it began with a relationship with the Lord. It assumes that relationship. You know, that's often our problem with the law of God. We embrace part of it, and yet we neglect or even deny other parts of it. And that is true with the law we are reading today from the book of Leviticus. We are reminded that grace was woven into the law of God. Aliens and strangers in the land were to be treated with hospitality. They weren't to be seen as a means of making a quick buck just because they're vulnerable. God tells his people that they must remember what it was like to be slaves themselves and to themselves be vulnerable. And let that dictate the way you treat the vulnerable among you, whether for your, from your own people or whether foreign born. Now in the law, there is this tension that is always present. First, there was a push to purity and holiness. Israel was told not to be like any of the people who lived around them, but to be holy and set apart from God. Of course, this law could produce separation and exclusion of people that were different. But also in the law, we find something else. This embracing of strangers and outsiders. 
we see a clear picture of the grace of God here. Now, these two aspects of the law were always intention, exclusion, and embrace. Now, here's the amazing thing. For God so loved the world. You see, Jesus came to extend the embrace of God to make room for people far away from God. The Jewish people had become absorbed in exclusion and had as little to do with Gentiles and outsiders as possible. They had embraced only the part of the law they liked, but Jesus came showing the generosity and love of God. He welcomed sinners, and he ate with them. He treated women and Gentiles with respect. Here was the embrace of God in display, on display for the world to see. And yes, he came to fulfill every part of the law that we might understand this grace. So if we want to know where God stands, we need to look at Jesus. And that's the message of Christmas. Jesus has come and and fulfilled the law and brought his salvation that the world might know and enjoy fellowship with God. Let's pray. Abba Father, we're tempted to look for ways to draw lines and keep people out. And you sent Jesus on a mission to open up the way to life. Teach us how to embrace those far away and those near. Help us to see that we're loved by you And show us what it means to live in your love. For we pray in the name of the one that embraced us in our sin, Jesus Christ. Amen.